0: Hello, Parent Warrior. Is your child struggling in school? Are there reading problems making them feel like they are not as good as their friends? Maybe their self-confidence is low and they would rather just quit trying altogether. If this sounds like your child, I can help you. I guide parents of children with learning difficulties in taking the right steps toward getting your child the educational supports they deserve so that they are happier and more confident in learning. Let's get on a call. Schedule your free 15-minute consultation today at jessicashields.com.
1: This is Parent Them Successful with author and licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. Your child no longer has to struggle. On this parenting podcast, we unravel the complexities of the education system, give insight into intervention services, and offer encouragement and tools alongside your parenting journey. It's time for your child to thrive. Welcome your host, LEP Educator and Mama 4, Jessica Shields.
0: Hello and welcome to the Parent Them Successful podcast. I am just so glad that you are tuning in. I just want to say that it has been on my mind to really talk about this topic that we're talking about today. And I know that maybe you've heard a lot about mindset, how it influences our choices, mindset work. And, you know, normally when we hear the, the term mindset or we're talking about that topic, we're often discussing mindsets that are really centered around the personal and professional growth of adults. But what about children? How can mindset work help our children become more confident, encourage healthy risk-taking, and help them to earn better grades in school? Well, today I am going to highlight a great, not just great, a fantastic book that I believe All parents should read if they want to raise children who are happy, resilient, and more motivated to learn. And, you know, really having the right mindset can change the trajectory of a child's future for the good. So I am just really excited to bring this information to you. Make sure you stick around because I am going to be sharing five key highlights from this must-read And of course, I am going to leave you with a loving reminder and a challenge, so be sure to stick around for that as well. Now, the book that I will be sharing today is called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, and it was written by Dr. Carol Dweck. And if you're not familiar with her work, she is an American psychologist. She is the Lewis and Virginia Eaton Professor of Psychology at Stanford University. And Dr. Dweck is known for her work on motivation and mindset. According to her, individuals can be placed on a continuum according to their implicit views of where ability comes from. So, You know, some people believe that their success is really based on innate ability. And we're going to talk about that. And these are said to have, or these people are said to have a fixed mindset or fixed theory of intelligence, right? Now, others who believe their success is based on hard work, learning, training, and doggedness are said to have a growth or an incremental theory of intelligence, also known as growth mindset. So you may have heard the terms fixed mindset, growth mindset. Well, if you didn't know, now you know that Carol Dweck coined those terms. And just some information that I really think is important to know. And this is, again, based on her work, her research. Individuals may not necessarily be aware of their own mindset, but their mindset can still be discerned based on their behavior. So it's all about the choices and the behaviors that guide your thinking, that guide your everyday movement, everyday life. And it is especially evident in your reaction to failure. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that too. Now, fixed mindset individuals dread failure because it is a negative statement on their basic abilities. While growth mindset individuals don't mind or fear failure as much because they realize their performance can be improved and learning comes from failure. Yes, it does. And these two mindsets really do play an important role in all aspects of someone's life. So that's why Carol Dweck argues that the growth mindset will allow a person to live a less stressful and more successful life. Isn't that what we want for our kids? Don't we want them to have a growth mindset? Don't we want ourselves to have growth mindsets, right? We want to be that parent who is all about Accepting failure, learning from failures, and being able to move on. So, I want to give you a formal definition that Dr. Dweck has uh, given us in the education field as well as for all the literature that is out there on fixed and growth mindsets. And she, of course, in her book, Mindset, she gives a lot of wonderful examples to better clarify those definitions. So in a fixed mindset, children believe their basic abilities, their intelligence, their talents are just fixed traits. You're born with them. And they have a certain amount of And that's that. And then their goal becomes to look smart all the time and never look dumb. Now, we have growth mindset. So a growth mindset in this child, the child understands that their talents and abilities can actually be developed through effort, good teaching and persistence. Wow, what a difference. They don't necessarily think anyone or everyone's the same or anyone can be Einstein, but they do believe everyone can get smarter if they simply work at it. And that's what we want to be. So I am going to be sharing only five key highlights from the book Mindset that I feel are very important to know. And really, there's so much more in this book that I could not even cover in this uh, 20, 25 minute segment. So I'm encouraging you to read it and pick this book up for yourself. But I do want to share a few things. So the first thing I want to share is that in the book Mindset, Dweck talks about being uh, Uh, the dangers of praising intelligence. So beware of those dangers of praising and praising intelligence because it puts children in a fixed mindset. It actually shapes them to have a fixed mindset. They will not want to be challenged because they will not want to look stupid or make a mistake. Have you seen that before? Have you even seen that in your own child? And along these same lines, she's telling parents, she's like, look, be mindful of the messages you are sending about success because that is what's creating this fixed mindset. What sounds like a supportive message can actually be detrimental to your child's self-confidence and self-esteem. And the problem with messages like, you're so smart, you're a natural athlete, those types of messages give them, yeah, it gives them a momentary boost, but the minute they hit a snag, that's when we see their confidence go out the window. That's when we see their motivation hit rock bottom. And she says, If success means they're smart, then failure means they're dumb. And that is the fixed mindset. And I know you're thinking what I was thinking. Well, what do we tell our kids if we can't praise their intelligence? You know, if this is something that's going to have some type of negative impact, what should we be doing? And I love that she goes right into it. Number two, praise the process and growth. And that's where the praise needs to be directed towards the process and their growth. So, as parents, appreciate them as much as you want for the growth oriented process, what they accomplish through practice through study, persistence, and good strategies. Because the more you praise their efforts and the process, the more they will focus on continuing to do those good habits that will bring about success. So it's all about the habits of success. And that is where we want to put our efforts and our focus. And I love that she gives a long list of great examples here, but I just want to share two just to kind of give you an idea of what you can expect when you're reading the book for yourself. So here's one example of praising the process and growth. You really study for your test and your improvement shows it. You read the material over several times, you outlined it and you tested yourself on it. It really worked. Here's another. I like the way you try all kinds of strategies on that math problem until you finally got it. You thought of a lot of different ways to do it and found the one that worked. So you can see that process, that praise of the process and the growth is there. It's very specific. And that's what kids really need. They need to know specifically what are they doing that is working, or that uh, that you want to encourage even more. And when you encourage that, they do it more, right? So the more you encourage a particular behavior, the more they'll want to do that behavior because they like getting that positive feedback. Now, if you're like me, you're probably thinking, and this is what I always think, you know, teachers can use these same strategies in the classroom when they're praising kids. Not just good job. Don't tell my kid a good job. I want teachers telling my kid exactly what they did well and how they can improve. That's what I want for my kids from their educators. So hopefully you're thinking like me and if you're an educator listening, please start using these strategies if you aren't already. They work very well. Number three, uh, this is another highlight that I really think is very critical and it's give real constructive criticism. And I say real because we really need to understand what constructive criticism looks like. And Dweck emphasizes that Constructive means helping the child to fix something, to build a better product, or to do a better job. Just think about that. Fix something, build something better, do a better job. And one example that I like that she gave is, say, there's this kid, he's rushing through his homework, it's sloppy, it's not done well, he could have, probably done a lot better if he was taking his time right but the father is yelling this is your homework can you ever get it right you are either dense or irresponsible which one is it now that sounds pretty harsh but I know I've heard parents speak this way to their kids so I know it is a reality in some situations but it's definitely not where you probably want to be as a parent so If you think about it, this feedback is actually an attack on the child's intelligence and their character at the same time. And to imply that they have these effects that are permanent, like you're permanently either stupid or something's wrong with you is permanent. Uh, But then, you know, what I really like is that Dweck provides several alternative (laughs) responses. So if we're not going to say that, then what should we say? And here is just one for example. But she again, she provides several. Son, it really makes me upset when you don't do a full job. When do you think you can complete this again? So just letting your child know how you felt about the work that they did and then simply telling them that you're going to have to redo it, basically, right? You don't have to tear them down, call them names, give them constructive feedback. And the messages in a parent's feedback is so critical in shaping a child's mindset around how they take on Challenges in the future, or how they can take pride in their work as they continue to improve, right? Because remember, constructive means helping them to fix something, build a better product, or even do a better job. So I love that part of what she said about giving that feedback. And she says so much more, but again, (laughs) these are just a few highlights. I can't even do a show on this entire book, it would be hours, <laughs> but uh, read it for yourself. But number four, I really liked this one and it's conditional love is dangerous, not unconditional, but actually conditional love. And what is that? Well, sometimes a parent may feel like they're loving their kid unconditionally, but it might be the message that the child is receiving is that the love is Is tied to something. It is conditional. So sometimes, you know, some parents are sending a message that they love their child only on their terms. Now, I know it really does sound horrible, but the way in which Dweck frames it definitely is eye opening. It is basically, again, how that child is perceiving love from their parent. And the parent may not intend it that way, but that's how the child is receiving it. So children who feel like their parents' love is conditional, of course, often they have a fixed mindset. They believe that their parents won't love and respect them unless they fulfill their parents' aspirations for them. And so here is one of the quotes that she pulled from a few college students from a from a study that she did with college students. And this, I mean, this one, you'll you'll see, you'll get an idea of what is meant by conditional love. So the student says, I often feel like my parents won't value me if I'm not as successful as they would like. And then another quote was, my parents say I can be anything I like, but deep down I feel they won't approve of me unless I pursue a profession They admire. Wow. And I'm sure you may know someone like that, or it could be you. Who knows? But just understanding that conditional love is very dangerous. It does send a a negative message and it creates this fixed mindset. Whereas if they if the child feels like they go off course according to what the parents want then it's hard for them to be resilient, to recover from setbacks. It just goes on and on. So it's not a good place to be. And I love the fact that she also brings in examples from famous athletes like Tiger Woods and John McEnroe in how their parents supported or pushed them respectively in the world of sports and how it impacted their lives. So very interesting stories there. And I want to say that it is natural for parents to set goals and have ideals for their children. But those ideals should not be harmful. They should only be helpful. So we definitely want to be careful with that. And number five, one of my fave, fave, faves is... Be a growth mindset parent. Yes, we're talking about shaping our child's mindset. We want them to have a growth mindset, but you know what? We have to model it. We have to have a growth mindset too as parents. So growth mindset parents do not coddle their children, but rather set high standards and help their children reach them or even show their children how to reach them. Notice how... You can still have a high standard, but you're not just going to leave them to figure it out themselves. You're going to provide every opportunity possible for them to reach it. And also with growth mindset parents, you're going to allow your children to decide what they want to do. And it's not going to be all about you. So there's a lot of flexibility there and you're going to love them for who they are and how they best learn. Especially if you have children with uh, learning problems or other disabilities, you still can be a growth mindset parent. Now, the problem occurs when parents set these high standards and they don't give any means of reaching them for their kids. They don't give the children any support. And and Dweck says it is a recipe for disaster. It pushes the poorly prepared or poorly motivated student into failure, and eventually out of school. So that ties into some of what we might see with children who are high school dropouts, they have to go back later. It's that they did not have that right support in place. And high standards should always accompany a nurturing atmosphere, not a demanding atmosphere a nurturing atmosphere and parents should withhold passing judgment when children make mistakes, especially. But you know what, instead of focusing on the failure or the mistake, just honor the fact that they tried honor the fact that they tried to do something that was hard because we want them doing hard things. Parents should not prevent their children from doing things for fear that they might be too difficult or or just for fear that their child might fail. We don't want to shield our our children from Having difficult times, that's how they grow. That is a growth mindset parent. That will be a growth mindset child. We want to make sure that we encourage them to try new things again, but provide that support that they need to be successful. And I'm going to tell you right now, there is so, so much goodness in this book. I can't even begin. <laughs> I'm, I promise you, you're going to love every bit of it. And just to let you know, it is on Audible. I know that sometimes that's more convenient to read it on Audible if you're going to read it quicker. Sometimes I know people get both the hard copy and the Audible. You can highlight, underline, reread. The bottom line is that it will definitely change the way you parent. I will put a link to the book in the show notes so that you can have it at your fingertips. And again, the book is Mindset, The New Psychology of Success by Carol Dweck. She is a phenomenal, phenomenal researcher. And I love the fact that she shares all of what she's learned, all of her studies with not only parents, but educators, coaches, everybody that she can that impact the lives of children that are in the lives of children. So she really deeply cares about how we think and how we can motivate kids to learn more. So I really hope by now you are just thinking about so many things, how you can do some things differently, maybe how you interact and praise with your child. So of course, I'm going to leave you with a challenge. All you have to do is try one one strategy. One strategy mentioned in this episode and be consistent with it because consistency is important for change. Observe how your child responds to it, too. Also, your loving reminder is that change doesn't happen overnight, so give it time and just trust the process. Well, Parent Warrior, I hope and I surely, surely, surely hope that you've been blessed by this episode. And if you have, Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss any new episodes. Now, as you think about that sister or that cousin or that friend who needs this information, go ahead and share the link, parentthemsuccessful.com. I'm on Apple, Spotify, all the major podcast providers. Let them know. Let me tell you, sharing is what often makes the biggest difference in someone else's parenting journey. So don't just keep this to yourself. Now, if you're the type of parent like me who is serious about better supporting your child's growth and development, join my email list for more free content to help you on your parenting journey. And you can reach me through StrongerMindsStrongerYouth.com forward slash join the list. And of course, that will be in the show notes as well. Hey, I really, really do appreciate you. And I thank you so much for listening. So until next time, be blessed and love on your children.
1: Thank you for listening to the Parent Them Successful with licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more information about our services, the Empower House Academy, or to take our quiz, What's Your Parenting Style? Go to StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com feel free to email us directly at info at StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other ways to stay connected are on Instagram and Facebook by searching Stronger Mind, Stronger Youth and on Twitter at official underscore SMSY. Until next time, be well and love your children for they are a gift from the Lord.